Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Alexandra Jarvis. Aw, thanks so much, David. I'm honored to be a part of your podcast and so excited to, you know, share um, everything that's, you know, been going on. I mean, look, the show has been out for about a week now. It's trending on the top of every Netflix chart. Like, has it sunk in? Has it been just a whirlwind? Have you gotten any sleep? Oh, my gosh. Hardly any sleep. And I'm such a sleep addict. So this has been, you know, a whole new experience. But it's it's been such a, like, pinch me moment. Like, I mean, I'm just blown away by, like, the love and support and um, just the feedback. And, like, I'm trying to go through all my DMs, which is why I'm losing sleep. But it's just I want to talk to everybody, you know. Everybody's been so kind and they're sharing their stories. And I just I really want to to chat with everybody. Did you do anything to celebrate the premiere, the fact that, you know, it's so well received by everyone? Oh, yeah. So um, Alexandra Rose and I hosted a little private premiere party with a bunch of our friends and clients and potential clients. So um, it was honestly just like such a fun evening. And and we just, you know, we, we played the show and, you know, but nobody would like let anybody watch because we're all just like so excited, you know, to just like celebrate and, you know, commemorate it. Well, listen, it's a far cry from Alabama. Like growing up in Alabama, were you always like, hey, I want to get to a bigger city? Like, did you always have that in you? You know, I did. I absolutely did. And it's funny because people ask me all the time, they're like, you don't have a Southern accent. Like, what's that about? And I remember growing up, my dad would always like, you know, train me to like enunciate or speak, you know, differently because he even knew that that's something I always wanted. Like, I just, I've always been such a dreamer. And I had such like a, you know, vision for my life. And I knew I'm like, at some point, I'm either going to go to New York City or California. 
And I'm so glad I came to the West Coast because West Coast is best coast. And it's, you know, it's, it's honestly like, it's so surreal because, you know, I, I'm a big uh, believer in manifesting and, you know, like if you want to go for something, you go for it. Don't let anything get in your way. And if it's truly like meant for you, it will work out. Absolutely. Well, like you, I am an attorney who does not practice anymore. Oh, I love that. Right. There's like a lot of us out there that are doing other things with their lives. Like, how did you decide to go? Like, did you ever practice or how did you decide to go from law to real estate? Yeah. So I I did practice um, for about two years. I was trying to make it to three, but with the pandemic and everything, I was just like, no, I'm, I'm out. Like, I, I honestly never thought I would practice. I thought I'd go maybe work, um, you know, as counsel for a company. I've always been very business minded. So that's actually what I thought for myself. And I had a job offer for a fashion company to, you know, um, be right under general counsel. They had, you know, a great general counsel. And I thought about doing that. But then I ended up as a litigator because, you know, I think with like my personality and I'm, I'm, you know, quick on the draw and I think it just kind of worked out. Plus I love legal writing. I love the persuasive writing. Um, so right after law school, um, well, actually I entered for the same law firm during law school, they offered me a job. So I had a job lined up for me once, you know, I passed the bar. And so I started working for them and as a litigator on like the defense side, you know, business, I'm not sure what, you know, were you on, were you in litigation, were you in transactional law or I used to do, I used to do corporate tax. So, and I did it for like four years. I I, I have a business mind also. And listen, you, you always use your law degree, right? Like use it every day. I mean, I use it here in what I do. Like I'm sure you use it in real estate. Absolutely. I I can't imagine like a better background getting into real estate, which obviously you don't have to have that, but it does help with my clients and the questions they have. And also just, you know, kind of giving me that extra boost because, you know, real estate, I mean, it's like everybody has a real estate license. So, you know, it, it kind of helps set me apart in that way. And just how, you know, I write emails, how I speak to clients, you know, just how I carry myself. I think, you know, it, it does help with that. And I wouldn't trade it. You know, I know law school is like a brutal experience and it's like, you know, drinking water from a fire hose, but I wouldn't trade it for anything. And I'm glad I practiced in litigation. I learned a lot and I definitely use it every day. How did you end up at the O Group? Like out of all the brokerages out there, you know, what, what attracted you to Jason and the O Group? So it's funny, it's, I was actually attracted to Jason because of him being an attorney. And, you know, when I was wanting, I started studying for my real estate um, license, you know, while I was practicing law, just like in the evenings, I would just kind of carve out time and do that. And I had, you know, her actually met Heather Ray Young through a girlfriend, well, not Heather A. Young, El Musa, but um, I met her through a mutual friend and I didn't even know um, about the brokerage at the time because it was just in LA and I've never lived in LA, so I just didn't know. Um, but then I, I met her and she was such a doll and I didn't even know about Selling Sunset at the time. Um, and so I like looked into it and I was like, oh my gosh, this broker is an attorney. Like, how cool is that? That's, and I back up a little bit. When I was in law school at UCI, I was taking classes in the evening at the business school on real estate because I've just always had an interest. I had like the top score in my, you know, score, top grade in my um, real estate, you know, law class and just always gravitated towards property law and things like that. Um, but so I already had that interest. And then, you know, I met Heather 
found out her broker is an attorney. I was like, that's so cool. I was like, but I'm never moving to LA. So um, put a pin in that. Fast forward, I heard that, you know, the Oak Group was coming to Orange County and I thought, huh, okay, you know, maybe, maybe that would work. But obviously at that time, this was, let's see, this was 2021 that I found out, like I think March of 2021. And it was right around the time I finally got licensed. And I thought, well, everybody's, you know, gunning to, you know, work at the O Group, I'm sure. And um, I reached out to Heather and I was like, hey, remember me? You know, we met your mutual friend. Um, you know, I want to, I'm getting into real estate. I already have my license. I'm ready to go. Like, how's your experience at the O Group? And she was so nice. She actually just volunteered, like, to introduce me to Jason. So she was like, oh, I'm going to put you in touch with Jason. He and I met. And he hired me within five minutes. Like we just connected instantly, you know, because of like our shared experience. And, um, you know, honestly, I just think it was just meant to be, you know, everything just lined up at the right time. And I think timing is such a huge part of it. Um, And, you know, I'm just, I'm grateful to be there. Did you want Selling Sunset then before you started with this experience? Like, did you know what you were getting into? Did you know that this might bring a little bit of drama in your life? You know, I did. you know, when I, like, after I met Heather, like, I remember, I think I watched like the first episode. And I was like, oh, wow. You know, like, <laughs> this is, this is, uh, this is a lot. Um, and I never watched reality TV before that. Like I just had never tuned in. Um, you know, part of that's because I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, a, I like the fifties, like, you know, Hollywood films, like anything with Cary Grant or the Hepburns. So um, it was interesting because after like I realized okay I'm at the brokerage and I genuinely came to the brokerage to get into real estate because I respected Jason he understood the transition because I surprisingly and you may have had this too when you transitioned out of practicing law full-time I had so many people like what are you doing why are you throwing away like all these years of experience like you went to law school three years you you know passed the California bar what are you doing and I was just like just wait like just wait you know, like, don't try to like, you know, put your opinions on me, let me do me. And like, and I'm happier for it. Um, but, you know, it's like, the thing is, is with the show, it's like, I didn't know that I was going to be cast. I wanted to work with Jason because he's so smart. He knows how to negotiate and he understood my transition instantly. Um, and so, you know, fast forward, I'm working at the brokerage and I hit the pavement. I mean, I'm like, I'm going to prove to everybody who's like telling me I'm a fool for, you know, not practicing law. I'm going to prove them wrong. And I'm going to make more money in real estate my first year than I did as an attorney. And I did. So, you know, it's like when you make those goals, I'm like, I'm doing it. Same thing. I was like, just trust me. This is going to be way more successful. And like, just give me a year or six months or whatever it is. Who gave you, like, I know you're friends with Chelsea, who's on Selling Sunset, and Heather and Jason, like, who gave you the best advice and, like, what was it as far as, like, you know, dealing with the public eye and how, like, life is going to change once the show is broadcast everywhere? Oh, yeah. Chelsea, I mean, she's been such a doll. Like, she's so helpful and, like, she's such a supporter of women and, of you know, everyone. Um, So she definitely gave me a a lot of advice. You know, Jason would give little tidbits here and there, but I'm a, I'm a big observer. Um, I love to just observe other people and learn from, you know, their successes and their mistakes. Um, and, you know, I think I just kind of like taking it all in. And, and also like, I'm just, I'm me. And I'm never like, I'm never gonna change except for like, you know, fine tuning and becoming better. So I don't know, I just, I'm gonna be me. And, you know, people can like it or not like it. 
It's sandal season. Look, everyone always gets excited for sandal season. The weather is warmer, but I wear sandals year round. And now you can too, thanks to Crocs. With the new Croc style sandals, you can embrace those feel good summer vibes all year long. I love Crocs sandals, not just because they're stylish, but because they're so comfortable. And when I'm comfortable, I feel I can do anything. They have new Miami sandals and Brooklyn sandals, but my absolute favorite are their getaway sandals. They are so soft, light, and thin. It literally feels like like I don't have any shoes on at all. There's a cushiony soft footbed and it honestly feels like I'm walking on clouds. Style-wise, they go with anything and everything and I can wear them anywhere, no matter how casual or a more formal event. You have to check out the getaway sandals and all of their sandals come in such a variety of colors. So you can match with any outfit. Right now, get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. I hope you all had a good summer, but you know what? Summer's over and now it's time to get serious about feeling good. And how can you feel good without Dane products? The Eva. The Eva is one of their most popular products. Let's be honest. Sex is better when everybody is enjoying themselves. It's a hands-free vibrator for couples. It boosts your pleasure and connection all with a little toy that won't get in the way. Now, if you're not in a relationship and you don't have anyone, hello, just like me, you can use the palm. The Palm is a versatile vibrator from Dame Products. It's super bendy. I mean, hello, you guys getting turned on just by me talking. But honestly, the Palm is great if you're alone. You hold it in the palm of your hand. The Eva is great if you're in a couple. There's the fin. It's a finger vibrator. They have sex oils and lubes. You know what the best part is? Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. You go to dameproducts.com, you enter the code VELVETROPE, and you get 15% off. That's right, the Palm, the Eva, the Lube, the Sex Oils, 15% off. Go to Dame Products and enter code VELVETROPE. All right, so there's some good news and there's some bad news here today. Now, the good news is if you're listening to this, you are alive, but there is bad news. The bad news is you probably don't have life insurance. I certainly didn't, and that's why you need Ethos. Now, I looked into some other companies, I you knew the option of getting life insurance, and it was so confusing and it was outdated in this huge application process. I was like, I have no time to deal with this today. And I kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off until one day I discovered Ethos. With Ethos, you can get life insurance in 10 minutes for as little as $10 a month. They have no medical exams, which I love. There's just a few easy health questions and very competitive rates from top rated carriers. So basically what I'm saying is it's affordable and convenient. Do you know that every year you wait, life insurance premiums increase by 8 to 10%? Get a free personalized quote at ethoslife.com slash velvet. That's spelled E-T-H-O-S 
ethoslife.com slash velvet. Go to ethoslife.com slash velvet to get your free life insurance quote today. Ethos Technologies Inc. operates in California as Ethos Life Insurance Services. Not available in all states in prices subject to underwriting and certain health questions. That's well, listen, some people love it. And then, you know, some people apparently don't, you know, we saw, I think it was either the pilot or the second, you know, episode that dinner right away. We learned that like Alex Hall, you know, she says she doesn't like you. She was talking to like Sean and Austin, like, what is it about you that Alex Hall just doesn't like? Hey, where do we begin? Yeah. That's like the million dollar question, or maybe it's the $20 million question. Um, you know, with Alex Hall, um, you know, it was right away. Like I, the thing is, is because I was not originally casted, I came in, they were all casted. I was there to sell real estate. And I think, you know, they viewed me as a threat right away. And, you know, I think with Alex Hall, she is like her personality and, you know, she wants to be alpha, but, um, you know, it, the thing is, is like, it's not a zero sum game. We can all be successful, but I think for her, she feels threatened by me being there and I'm not going to bow down to her. I've never, you know, kissed anyone's butt and not going to start now. And I think that's genuinely what she wants. And that's why, you know, you can see some of the other, you know, people in the office, they definitely, you know, play into that and they just kind of, you know, become her little minions. Well, like you said, like you didn't know that you were going to be on the show. Like, I mean, I know Alex gave like this interview. I think it was like entertainment tonight where she said, and I don't even know if this is such a negative thing where it's kind of like, you and Rose, like Alexander Rose, didn't really know you were going to be on it and you just kept showing up. Like, was your goal to like, I'm sorry, if we're filming here, I'm on the show. That's not at all how it works. And she knows that. And so I think it's really interesting how she, she shows her cards constantly and she doesn't realize that by her saying we weren't originally casted. I mean, it just goes to show how like Rose and I were treated like outsiders. We were outcasts. They made it so clear that we were not welcome. They would not speak to us in the office. They never invited us to anything. And, you know, we could have just been like, you know, heard about it, but it's like, no, we're just going to focus on real estate. Cause that's why we're there. We're there. Like, you know, we're all there to work. We, Rose and I, we have plenty of friends. Like it's not, it's not the issue. Um, but no, like, that's not how it works. She knows it. And we were obviously, you know, filming scenes. She knows we're there. She knows like, you know, we were invited to be there. They just didn't know that we were casted, but that's, you know, you know, I, I guess none of their business, but it just shows how clearly like she did not want us to be a part of it. And I mean, like you said, like, you know, you quit practicing law. I did. We both had, I mean, I don't even think there's anything so negative about wanting something, but it doesn't even sound like that was your plan. It just kind of happened. No, it wasn't. Honestly, it wasn't. Um, not at all. And I'm one of those like people, like I don't chase down things. Like if it's, if it works out for me, it works out. And that's honestly how it happened. It literally, I showed up, they asked if they could mic me to, you know, one of the events it just happened organically. And that's how, like, that's how I like things to happen anyways. Like, I'm not going to fight for it. And I'm happy for all of them. Like, you know, I was not jealous or anything. Like, my goal was not, oh, put me on camera. Like, I've had opportunities my whole life to be in front of the camera. I had an opportunity to move to New York City and sign with an incredible modeling agency when I was 19. But I chose my education instead. I, like, if I wanted to be in front of the camera, I could. Like, that's not... It's not my BN, you know, or all in BN. What I don't know what the phrase is, but you know what I mean. It's, yeah. like, it's not like my main priority. 
No, I agree. And like everything in life happens for a reason. If it's meant to be, it'll be. At what point did you know, like, wait, like I'm actually part of this show? Like, did you know at some point? I did, but it was while we would just like started to film. I mean, like I showed up for um, one of the scenes. It was like our first big scene. And um, I was, you know, they asked, you know, can we mic you? And I was like, sure, throw me in there. Like, you know, like I'm not... I'm not afraid, you know, like I'm, and I'm a risk taker. So, um, you know, it just, I was like, if it, if they wanted me to be a part of it, I could go with it. If they didn't want me to be a part of it, I can go with it. Like, I've got so many things that I'm going to do in my life. Like, this is, you know, like a great opportunity. I'm grateful for it, but it's, you know, I'm going to be successful no matter what. You know? and, and like you said, it's all great. But at the end of the day, like, you know, you could be on the show forever. If you're not closing deals, like that's huge money. Yeah. Did, did they know, like, did Alex Hall or like, did you and Rose and like production kind of know all of this? And then it was just like surprise to like Alex and Tyler and everyone else, like once the show was wrapped. No, I mean, we were filming quite a bit. And so they knew we were there. We were all filming together. We're all mic'd. So, you know, they knew we were filming. They just, they did not want us to be cast. And that's just what it comes down to. And it's, that's why, you know, Alex Hall giving that interview. I mean, it's just funny to me because it's like, you know, thank you. Yeah, like that was their issue. It's like, they don't want us to be there. They don't, they did not, like they tried to ice us out, try to block us out, but we were filming with them. So, you know. Who do you think or who do you have more of a problem with? You know, I mean, we had Polly who then said, you know, she hates you. You're the worst person that she's ever met in her life. I mean, is it Polly or is it Alex Hall? I mean, I don't really know. I mean, they're both like, they're both, they both have their own <laughs> issues. Um, but, you know, it's like with Polly, Polly was just very outspoken about how much she disliked me right away without knowing me at all. Um, and you know, it's, and, and I knew, I knew that when I met her, it, cause that's the thing, like I tell women all the time, I can meet a woman, another woman and I can tell like almost instantly, does she treat me like competition or does she treat me like a friend? And with Polly instantly, she treated me like I was her competition rather than like, let's support each other. Like, I'm like happy for her. She can win. We can both win. We can both, you know, we both have great things we can bring to the table, but she really just, you know, shot herself in the foot by constantly like hating on me because it's just, nobody likes to see that. Like I didn't do anything to her. I've never done anything to her to give her grounds for her to dislike me. It's just, you know, her problem. It's really is just, you know, her problem, but Alex Hall, you know, it's she, I, I do think that Alex Hall loves like control and she loves, she wants to be like the alpha and, um, you know, she just, she just feels threatened. I mean, is that what it is? Is it like jealousy? You know, look, you're like a very attractive woman. You're engaged to a fiance. You're one of the top producers. Like, is this just from Hall and Polly? Like, do you think it's just sheer jealousy? Or I do because there's nothing else. Like they can't, can't back up any of this with any, I mean, there's nothing like I've in fact, I've been kind to them consistently, even after you know, Polly saying she hates me. Like I still, I try to be kind. Granted, I don't want to be her friend. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be friends with them. That's not like my kind of friends. I like, you know, strong, you know, um, secure women. Like I'm not trying to like build a friendship with, you know, insecure people because they're always going to be talking about you behind their back. They're always going to be hating on you. Like they can't just be happy for you. 
what about like, could you say like one or two nice things about Alex Hall if I asked you to? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's the thing. Like I can like separate, like, I don't have any, like, they don't keep me up at night. Like, I don't think about them, you know, like I'm not like, I'm just living my life. I've got so many like great things, like, and great people around me. Like, you know, it doesn't, they just, they don't, they don't get under my skin. They don't bother me, you know, but apparently I bother them. Well, what would these nice things be if I asked you to say, say two yeah. or three nice yeah. things? I mean, I think Alex Hall, like, I mean, she, I think she's a good, um, she's good with like, you know, talking with people, you know, like she's, she's good at carrying like conversation, you know, especially like small talk, um, you know, granted I'm, <laughs> I'm aware of now, most of the things she says may not be truthful, but, um, you know, she is good at like, you know, carrying on conversation and, you know, I think she's, she's got, you know, a lot of confidence. Those are positive things. Yeah. Yeah. I have Me- no problem. Like, you know, so, yeah, it's like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't hate them at all. We also saw this season, you know, we had some issues like with Tyler, you know, and Kayla tried to like kiss him, you know, three times. And now it's come out. I mean, and she also probably like tried, I guess the rumor is she tried to lure him into a car. Why do you think like Alex Hall and Polly had such, I mean, had such like visceral, you know, they had like such a visceral reaction to that. Like, did they overstep? Like, is it any of their business? Mm, that's a loaded question. Um, you know, well, I, I am a lawyer too, Alex. I know, it's kind of a compound question. Um, you know, I do think that um, it's none of their business, but, you know, they think it is. Um, I do think that they really went over the top with it and, and it turned into harassment and bullying because, you know, especially like that scene where in the, they're in the office and Kayla's already like said, I'm sorry, you know, like, She's apologizing to Tyler, which it's like, that's, that was my whole point. Like, I don't agree with, you know, Kayla overstepping boundaries with Tyler. And I, I've said that, um, you know, I think we should all respect, you know, other people's relationships and like, you know, don't overstep that. But at the same time, um, you know, Kayla apologized to Tyler and it's really between them. So, you know, once that apology has been said, it's like, you know, Alex Hall and Polly continuing to harp on it and harass Kayla. I think it's just, it's excessive and it just shows how they are because, you know, it's like they like want, it seems like they want to tear people down, um, you know, which is a clear sign of insecurity because it's like you want to tear someone else down to build yourself up. And, you know, that's where I, I love to observe. And it's like none of us really know each other. So it's like we're learning a lot. And I've just been watching, you know, these behaviors and I'm not, not surprised. Well, and you pointed out in the finale, you know, like at when you guys were on the boat, you know, Polly was a little flirty with Tyler. Like we saw Alex Hall give him a nosy. Like, is there this double standard? I mean, they seemed, you all seem very touchy-feely for an office, but that's a whole nother thing. No well, judgments. I wouldn't say all of us because I've only ever been very professional because that's just like, I respect my fiance so much. Like I would never, you know, act that way because like, like I, and he and I have that same relationship. Like it, we're not going to disrespect one another with our behavior because we, we really value and love one another. Um, so definitely Rose, Rose and I are not like that at all. Um, and, you know, I think that with them, like they are, and I always thought that was strange. I'm like, you know, is this the real world? Like, is this 
bachelor paradise like what what's the like what are you guys doing like how like how you guys are acting is I mean I went from a very and I'm sure you know this being an attorney a very just like formal you know career where it's like you know you wear a suit every day to the office you know you don't even wear too much makeup you're very like modest to like this and I was just like um what <laughs> this is like odd behavior yeah, like a nosy seems like a little just as bad for someone who's now criticizing Kayla so harshly. Yeah, it's very hypocritical. And, but that's the thing, like they're not, what I've realized about Alex Hall and Polly both is like they lack self-awareness. So like they don't realize, like they'll hate on Kayla for, you know, her making a mistake, which she's owned up for and apologized. Um, but then they're not even willing to look at their behavior. They're all over each other. I mean, Alex Hall, like, she's just very like thirsty, like that's just her persona. So she's always all over the guys, like touching them, caressing them. Um, and, you know, it's just, that's her. Um, but for her to, you know, act that way, giving guys married men nosies. I mean, if my fiance received a nosy from another woman, he wouldn't be my fiance, you know, catch, catch me, you know, like that's, I don't tolerate that kind of behavior. And it's just not, it's just like one it's gross and you know two it's just it's just crossing lines and it's hypocritical it's so important to prioritize your mental health and wellness every day i speak from experience when i say when you work on yourself you start to see and feel positive changes in all areas of your life Therapy has really given me the tools to deal with challenges as they arise. It's helped strengthen my relationships. For my therapy, I've turned to Talkspace. Getting started is the most important part. And listen, I mean, we all say it. I'm going to wait till something goes wrong to get started. Wrong. Start now. Start today. Talkspace has helped me so much. They're the number one online therapy platform. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, anxiety, depression, relationships relationships, and on and on and on. And you all know I'm in the Hamptons for the summer, so what I love about it is it's mental health care that meets your needs wherever you are. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use code VELVET to get $100 off your first month just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. That's velvetandtalkspace.com. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I have suffered from eczema for pretty much my whole life. Now, I don't know if it's the change in weather from hot to a little bit colder this week, but my eczema is starting to act up worse than it has in months. I've tried a lot of products in the past, and I've grown frustrated because nothing has really worked long term. Glad Skin, for me, was a game changer. Glad Skin is a new category of skin treatment that's made for people of all ages with eczema, acne, rosacea. The reason Glad Skin is different is because they used a science-based approach. Glad Skin specifically works to target the imbalance in your skin's good and bad bacteria. They use a microbalance. That's right, a microbalance. And that helps restore the balance of the good and bad bacteria. Also, for me, other products I've used in the past have been harsh. Even those that eventually worked, there was that harsh, stingy feeling. Glad Skin is very soothing. 
Don't wait to try Gladskin. They're offering my listeners 15% off plus free shipping on your first order at gladskin.com slash velvet. That's gladskin.com slash velvet for 15% off plus free shipping. Gladskin.com slash velvet. I, I see. I totally feel you. Well, what about, you know, as, as a viewer, as I watched the season, you know, I was like, well, okay, I'm seeing this, you know, I think like Jarvis and Rose might be the villains, you know, it's just, that's the gist you got, but now, you know, and no shade with that, but now, you know, I don't know if you're aware, like now that the show has come out, like people are really divided. Like Alex Hall, who I think thought that she was going to be like, quote unquote, the Chrishell of the OC and America's darling, like it's really 50, 50. A lot of people have attached the villain label to her. Yeah, it's um, it's really interesting. Like all the DMs I'm receiving and comments, and I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I would say 99.9% of what I receive is just like amazing support and love, and they're just calling it out, calling out Alex Hall's behavior, calling out Polly's behavior, Tyler too. Um, and I know I don't know. I mean, I think honestly, it's it feels like vindication because. I watched this the whole time and just kept my mouth shut. And, you know, I, I just, they lack self-awareness. They're not aware of how they act and how they behave. And, you know, even when we, you know, previewed the show, we saw them a couple days later, they still wouldn't speak to us. They still, you know, just ice us out cold as can be. And I'm just like, are you guys not aware? Like you still don't see how you behave and like how it's just not okay. And now I feel like that finally, other people are having to point it out to them and point it out a lot. And I still don't even know if it's sunk into them. I think as lawyers, that's just a skill we have. Cause I mean, I'm, I know when I'm being difficult, I know when I'm being a bitch, like I, I know it and I check myself. Like, I think people like as viewers appreciate that when someone could check themselves and just say like, I'm being horrible, but in this moment, but at least I'm self-aware of that. And I got to change this. Oh, exactly. Like I own it all the time. My fiance, like if I'm in a, a mood or whatever, I'm like, sorry, babe. It's just, it's just that day, <laughs> you know, like I'm going to own it. And just that I respect that with Kayla, you know, uh, online, like she's been owning, you know, her choices and behaviors. And, and I respect that. I mean, anybody, you know, who can own up, you know, to their behavior, I have so much respect for that. Are you shocked? I mean, I know you saw it and knew that they weren't self-aware because you work with them, but are you shocked that like the world is now saying, oh, wow, Alex Hall, you're a villain? You know, I'm not shocked um, because I was hoping that people would see, you know, that behavior and not, um, not like it. You know, I think we live in a culture now where, and I'm so glad we do that you know, I think women supporting women is so refreshing and, and it should be that way. That should be normal. We like, we can all succeed and win and support each other. And I wish that that's really how it was with our office. Um, but it's not. So no, I was not, I was not shocked, but I will say that I was so pleasantly surprised at how discerning people are. Like just, I mean, pointing out things that I didn't even catch too, like little things. I'm just like, wow, like, I think it's just, it's so refreshing and it just feels like the best like vindication, honestly. I mean, that's the word that I had written down. Like, I mean, it, oh, wow, I yeah. would think it was vindication. Do you think Alex Hall is shocked? Cause I mean, she's aware of, you know, based on that one interview, she's aware that this is attached to her. I mean, she says she's shocked. Like, do you think she really 
like understands why, or it sounds like no. You know, I think she is shocked, but I think, you know, she, in that interview, um, I read the transcript of it and I, it's just so funny because she kept digging herself into more holes. You know, she, she made some really, really bad, you know, statements that are completely, they're lies about Alexandra Rose and I stealing other people's listings, like lis listening into phone calls and steal, like that has never happened. Not once. Like, and I like, I pride myself on having character. Like, I don't need to steal something from someone. Like, I will work for it. And like, I just, it, it's very frustrating because it's like, here she is, like, she's trying to say she's not the, or, you know, maybe not own the title of being the villain. Maybe she's, you know, finally waking up to the reality of, you know, her behavior, but she's still digging a hole while she's at it and continuing with more lies. So, you know, I just think she just needs to wear the hat and, you know, let's just move on. I was going to say, because that was another question, like by the time, like, do you think she just tripped herself on by that time? Because I mean, that's a pretty strong accusation that like you steal clients and you listen to phone calls and then go after those same people. Like, that's pretty harsh. It is really harsh. Yeah. And it's, it's very frustrating because there it is again, like where she's trying to undermine the work that I put in, the work that Alexandra Rose puts in. And that's not cool. Like we have worked so hard. We're outdoor knocking most of the time. When we are in the office making cold calls, we typically go in the vault or we go, you know, like try to find a place where it's a little more quiet. We're not listening to anyone's phone calls. I mean, maybe they're listening to ours, but like, you know, it's just because we're all in the office, you know? And, and I don't think I've ever seen Alex Hall make a phone call, you know, a cold call or go door knocking. You know, I have no recollection of her, you know, even doing those things. So it's, it's just very interesting. Why did Tyler get mad at you in that final episode? You know, we're like, you know, you were just trying to say like, look, they're all over you as much as like Kayla was. This seems like hypocritical and the double standard. Like, why do you think Tyler got mad at you and Rose? You know, it honestly felt in the moment like pack mentality. Like, it's like they're all just trying to attack Rose and I however they can. And even if it's baseless. And I was shocked because like with Tyler, I mean, like, you know, he and I have had, you know, pleasant exchanges and I have major respect for his dad. His dad's a great um, broker in town. And it just, I was honestly like, just, I lost a lot of respect for him in that moment, to be honest, um, for how he spoke to us. And especially he has to know, it's like, you know, with Kayla, like we are having her back. Like the other girls are being hateful. I mean, he even admitted, you know, that there, there's like a little bit of a mean girl vibe going on, you know, between with them and Kayla. So I, I would think he would just like, let it be like, why are you, you know, getting into this? You're not even listening to the substance of what we're saying. So honestly, I just think they just all kind of like have this weird pack mentality. Yeah, because to me, it seemed like you were sticking up for him and just saying, like, nobody should be all over you. You're a married man. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is like, I, I don't know his relationship with his wife. And I don't want to, you know, um, you know, I, I know I wouldn't tolerate that behavior. I know that my fiance would not tolerate that behavior, but I don't want to put that on him because maybe that's not them. Um, so I was trying to, like, be careful in that. But at the same time, I'm just like, this is just, it's just unhealthy. It's weird, you know? And, and then I'm like sitting there. I'm, I just honestly, like my face, like, I mean, that was the look of disgust. I just try to conceal it. Um, but, you know, I was really just like disgusted and how like they're all giving each other these nosies and 
I'm a little bit of a germaphobe. So I'm just like, this is just gross. Come on. You're like, no, thank you. No, thank you. If someone ever did that to me, there would definitely be, you know, uh, a lawsuit. <laughs> well, what can you tell us about your fiance? I mean, you know, are you, is, are we going to see him on the show as the show goes into season two? I mean, I know nothing is definite yet, but let me tell you, there's going to be a season two. So there you go. That's, you know, um, I'm really, really hopeful that that's the case because, um, you know, it's just going to get better and better. Um, my fiance, um, he and I met a little over three years ago and I actually love our story of how we met. Um, I was not at all looking for a relationship at this time. And I know it's like, we hear those stories. I really, really wasn't. Um, and I was at a restaurant with my girlfriend, who's also an attorney. He walks up to the table. He was with a guy friend and, um, we had this big booth at a local restaurant. We're friends with the owner and he comes up and he's like, I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten all day. Can I just sit down and like order some food? I promise. Like, I won't bother you guys. I just, you know, want to sit down and order some food. Cause it's like a popular restaurant. It's kind of busy that night, but it was totally a line. And, um, I responded back. I was like, um, you know, if you can beat me at rock, paper, scissors, then, you know, sure. I'll, you know, you can order some food. And so, you know, I was kind of in that moment trying to like test his ego, you know, because like some guys would like not like a challenge like that. And also kind of buy myself some time. Cause I'm like, who is this guy? Like, I mean, I was instantly attracted to him, but I didn't know, like, you know, he could be a psycho. He could be a weirdo. Like, I don't know if I want this guy like sitting down enjoying a meal next to me all night. Um, but he sat down and like, we just, we had this like instant connection. Um, and honestly, like it was love at first sight. It's cliche as that sounds. And um, which I used to not believe in love at first sight. Now I do. And so we just sat down, we played uh, rock, paper, scissors for like 20 minutes because we both just kept getting like the same thing. And so we just kind of connected in that moment and we've been together ever since. Wow. What are your, like, do you plan to get married like this year or next year? Like, where are you in your wedding plans? You know, so I, um, I am not a wedding planner. That is one hat I do not wear. And every time I start to plan, it, it's just been kind of crazy. I will, I found like one venue, but it's like, oh, it's all booked up this year. I found another venue. They're not even receiving anything until next year, like, you know, applications or anything. And then this other venue is like, everyone has to stay at that venue. And I'm like, well, that's just weird. You know, like everyone has to stay at their resort. Like, so it's just went one thing after another. And Every time I start the plan, it gets a little stressful. And I, so I've just like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to wait. Maybe it's just not the right timing. And, you know, with everything with filming and work and like this huge career change, it's, it's just been a lot. So I'm just, we're enjoying being engaged and we really are like, we've built such a strong foundation for marriage. And that's, what's more important to me anyways. Like I'm actually more excited about starting a family than I am like, you know, having like a wedding um so we'll see we may elope we may have a wedding I'm still up in the air on it what about Alexandra Rose I mean I don't think there's one scene in a good way that we saw you in that she wasn't in like are you guys attached at the hip in the real world also you know we have a great working relationship um and we're very different like I wouldn't say we're attached at the hip although I know it can be perceived that way um, but we do work really well together. And I knew Rose before I came to the brokerage because our mutual friend, um, the, the one that was there the night I met my fiance, um, they've been friends for, you know, a few years. And so I had met Rose 
And when I decided I was going to um, start at the brokerage, I reached out to her and wanted to take her to lunch because, you know, we're all independent contractors and real estate can be competitive. And I just wanted to kind of see like, you know, how her perception would be, you know, with me joining at the brokerage. And she was super supportive, very nice, um, not at all like competitive. And she even, you know, suggested like, hey, like, you know, we can team up, we can go door knocking together, we can, you know, work together. And so we did. And we quickly realized, like, we play to each other's strengths. You know, she has some good real estate experience. She's been, she was in, I think, three years at the time that I had joined. And then I brought, you know, my skill set to the table. So, you know, we just, we work really well together. We also have our own clients too. Um, in fact, today I've got to put in an offer um, for a house for a client after this. But, um, you know, we, we do, we're very different personalities and we have like our own groups of friends, but we also have like, you know, a similar group of friends too. I like it. What about if you had to buy or sell a house and not Jason, not yourself and not Rose, who would you use in the O office of the OC? That's a good question. Cause honestly, I don't know that I would, um, it would, it would have to be a unique situation where I'd work with someone else from the office because I'm happy. Like I've always been a self-starter and very independent, so I don't need to have a partner. It just has to make sense. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I really like Sean. He's got such a, like he and I both, like we knew instantly, like we're both old souls. So like we just connected in that way. Um, and we're both really chill. So I think like, you know, he'd be great to work with. He's always well-dressed and professional. So like, you know, I wouldn't have to be concerned about that. <laughs> so probably Sean. Do you know any of the agents from the Selling Sunset office, from Valley office, uh, uh, other than Chelsea and Heather? Like, do you know, like, Chriselle and Mary? I've only met um, Chriselle once. And, um, I, you know, I don't think I've ever officially met Mary, although I've always wanted to because she, I love her down-to-earth vibes. Um, but Emma, I've, um, hung out with Emma. She's such a doll and she's been so like encouraging and so sweet, like just absolutely love Emma. Um, and I met Davina this past weekend and she was super nice and we exchanged numbers. So, um, I mean, slowly by surely, like I'm definitely meeting, you know, a lot of them and, and Amanda too. She's like, she's so funny. <laughs> Are you and is your fiance like ready, you know, now that this show is such a blockbuster, like you're in the public eye, you said like your DMs are filling up, like have you experienced, I know it's only the beginning stages of like going out and I mean like it's a global phenomenon, like are you guys both ready for this? I mean, you're still the same people, you have your day jobs, but are you ready for all of this of what's to come? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ready. I'm, I'm the kind like, like rip off the bandaid. Let's go. Um, I was actually, I got recognized at a restaurant the other night. And then yesterday it was so funny. I was at a five-year-old's birthday party, some of our friends and, um, this guy comes up to me and he like points at me and he's like selling the OC. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my gosh, how funny. And like, he just loved the show and was just like, so like happy to, you know, meet. he was like, I never thought I come to a five-year-old birthday party and here you'd be like, he had just finished watching it the night before. Um, so, I mean, I love that. I love love, you know, it's always nice, you know, for people to, to come up and like, I love hearing their feedback. Um, I think that me, like, because I'm myself, and like completely authentic to myself that like, I'm just, I'm happy about it. You know, I'm excited and, you know, I'm completely open to, you know, what happens next. 
what about, I know you don't watch reality TV, but what about like, do you know any of the Orange County housewives? You know, do you ever watch Real Housewives of Orange County? You know, I've never watched it, um, but I am friends with Gretchen Rossi. So um, her and her husband, um, we know through some mutual friends and, and she's, she's super nice. And she was, you know, giving me a lot of advice, you know, at the beginning too, but it's so different, you know, it's, it's such a different experience. Um, and I'm very happy that I'm with Netflix. I know Gretchen very well too. So, you know, tell her I said hello the next time you speak to her. It is a very different experience, but you know, this show is going to be on, I mean, look at Selling Sunset. We have our six and seven seasons already green lit. So, I mean, many, many years, like 10 years from now, when this show is hopefully still on the air, would you ever consider becoming a Real Housewife of Orange County? I don't think that's my vibe. Yeah, actually, they reached out to me um, not too long ago, and, and that was my response then, too. Um, I just, I don't think that's me. I feel like, you know, I, um, I love that selling the OC, even though there is a lot of drama, I love that it's focused on real estate and I love real estate and I'm always going to be involved in real estate and one way or another. So, um, I just, I don't think that that would be for me. And I also love that you can learn stuff from the show. Like I didn't realize door knocking was still a thing. I didn't realize like a 3% commission was so shocking when like the price was that high. So even just from watching this one season, these eight episodes, like I've already learned stuff, which I love. When did they reach out to you for Orange County Housewives? Like how recently? Oh, it was um, maybe a few months ago, maybe, or maybe a long, it's honestly, this year has been such a blur in such a, in a good way. Um, It was at least a few months ago. Wow. And did you call Gretchen at that point and say, should I go for this? And Oh, no, I, it was, it was an easy, easy decision. And no, like, I mean, I feel like with Gretchen, you know, I, Gretchen's given me a lot of pointers and insight into things. Um, but no, I, I didn't need to reach out. It's a much different show, like you said. And as we wrap up, like, what do you want people to take away from you? You know, other than the fact that you are in the top, you know, I got the impression it's you and Gio and Hall and Rose are kind of like the three top agents. Like, what do you want people to take away other than the fact that if they're buying or selling a house in the OC, they should give you a call. As people watch you, what do you want them to take away from you? Honestly, I hope that people are inspired. You know, I hope that people, you know, um, really just pursue whatever it is they feel in their heart they need to pursue and go after it and not let haters or other people try to you know bring them down I I really really want that and um that's that's like honestly my heart and all this like I I don't want this to be like about me like I really want people to live their best lives um and and I, I think that people will see that. So I hope that people love it. I hope that, you know, if anyone's in, yeah, definitely if anyone's in the market for a property in Orange County, like Alexander Rose and I, we got you. Um, and, you know, it's, I just, I hope that everybody enjoys it. I thoroughly loved it. I could not stop watching these eight episodes and I was thrilled to be set up to talk to you today. So I really appreciate all your time. I'll share all your socials so everyone can find you. And, you know, thank you for taking 45 minutes to chat with me. Of course, David, thank you so much. This has been like really enjoyable. I've loved getting to know you a little bit too. You too, and come back anytime. Thanks so much. All right, take care. All right, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, 
subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.